Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Of course, uh, the stories of that uh, that we're starting to hear more and more of about how the hostages were treated and uh, what they endured during their time in captivity is absolutely horrific. But now a health ministry representative has told Knesset, the Knesset Health Committee, that the hostages freed from Hamas captivity were in fact given tranquilizer pills before being handed over to the Red Cross for transfer to Israel. And of course the point would have been to make them appear calm and happy and upbeat after suffering the abuse, the physical abuse, deprivation, psychological terror for more than 50 days. It is just incredible when we think about this. Joining us this morning is Mike Ben-Avi. He's a former Israeli police and IDF member. He's a researcher of counter-terrorism. A very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing? Good morning, Howard. I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking. So this, the, the, the level of planning and, uh, ex- well, I don't use the word execution because, but the way in which this was carried out is, is absolutely frightening in detail, isn't it? You know, indeed it is frightening in details, but, uh, we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, all we had to do is listen to these Hamas leaders all along when they were on stage dis- vowing to destroy Israel and even going to details of how they're going to do it. So all we had to do is listen. And yes, they've been planning it for years. Uh, they admitted, Yichia Sinwar admitted that um, Iran, uh, Iran was helping uh, and financing these attacks. And, um, yes, it was carried uh, and executed in a way that shows both how much they meant their intentions and how much Israel was caught off guard. It, it's just incredible. But if I think about it, as you were saying it, I was thinking to myself, you know, I get very frustrated because the world is continuing, many part, many people in the world, especially here in South Africa, continuing to ignore the horror of who Hamas really is. And as, as you were saying it, I was thinking all they need to do is listen to their words and match it with their actions. But even mm-hmm. ourselves, supporters of Israel, before this, didn't hear what they were saying. And, and I, I wonder why. It's almost as though we we are tuned out because it doesn't make sense that people could be so evil. So we we maybe dismiss it. I, I, what do you think it is? Well, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, you know, I, I tell people, you know, it, it's not time to joke, but this is the time where Middle Eastern scholars, times like these, this is where they shine, because they tell you that we've told you all along. Mm. Just listen to what they say. They they mean what they say especially when they speak in Arabic. Now, for us, Westerns in general, and Jews in particular, we promote peace. We, our values don't, our values refuse to even accept some of the statements that come from our enemies, and our values don't sit, um, they don't parallel with what our enemies are trying to do. Well, we always seek for peace, they seek for the opposite. If we are in this country, we cannot coexist. And when people didn't believe them when they say that, and we're looking at this Middle East from Western goggles, we will never be able to understand. Same thing happened after 9-11. 9-11, 
80% of the American people were asking one question. Why did they do this to us? Why did we do to them to deserve this? And, and then you have to go and look at how this conflict is basically a religious war. And once you understand it, religious war, you start to look at it from religious war perspectives and start to have some sort of understanding of why it's happening. So, so of course, the the real question here is for me to maybe have ignored it here in South Africa is one thing, but for for Israeli intelligence and army and uh, the those responsible for hearing it in Israel, that is a completely different level. When do you think the time is yes. to start dealing with this? Well, I think that um, you see here, Israel. As you remember, before the October 7th attack, the, the terrible terror attack that happened and the war, we were very divided. Uh, we were divided by exactly these two sides, the side that wants to create a so-called Palestinian state right next door to Israel and create an October 7th everywhere. Mm. Um, and there's the side that really believes the enemy when he says he wants to destroy us. And these sides are usually the conservative, conservative ones are those who want to destroy Hamas. Well, now everybody wants to destroy Hamas, but back then, conservatives believed Hamas were the liberals were, you know, thinking we can coexist with them as long as they have jobs and as long as they have good life and good quality of life. They thought this is what the Gazan people want. People like me said, no, the Gazans want us dead. More than they want to provide good future for their kids, they want to kill Jews. And I'm literally saying this because this is what they say. I'm quoting them. They want to raise their kids so their kids can die in order for just a random innocent Jew uh, uh, to suffer or die. Now, here's the thing about the world. You mentioned the world. Mm. You know, every generation, the world wears a different mask of anti-Semitism. One time they take active role in destroying Jews. One time they do nothing when Jews being destroyed. And and sometimes this is the, their way of showing their anti-Semitism by completely ignoring what happened to to Jews just because they're Jews. And in in fact, they continue to promote hatred and anti-Semitism, especially in U.S. Uh, education institutional, and 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 they refuse to condemn calls to eliminate Jews in American college, which is terrifying to me. But this is another form of anti-Semitism. There's, there's no doubt. I just want to go back to a point you made earlier where you said specifically if you listen to what they're saying in Arabic, does Hamas say different things in Arabic than they say in English? Well, not just Hamas. If you're talking about the PLO, the Palestine, mm. so-called Palestinian Authority, which everybody's saying they're rational, they work with Israel, we're going to have peace one day. Their convention is word to word identical to the Hamas convention as far as what they're going to do to Jews or Israelis in the land of Israel. Now, they just have different strategy. They lie to the world in English. They definitely lie to Israelis even more when they speak Hebrew. They try not to speak mm-hmm. Hebrew, do not legitimize Hebrew as a language. And they tell the truth to their people in Arabic. Like if you if you compare speeches like in English, they will speak about peace and hope and how we can coexist. And five minutes after in Arabic, they will 
They will describe the October 7th attacks of what needs to be done to the Jews. And I believe that Al Jazeera also, yeah, I believe that Al Jazeera as well sometimes has very, very different messages, both in English and uh, Arabic. That is where we do need to leave it as we head for 7 o'clock. Fascinating conversation. As always, Mike Ben, he's a former Israeli police and IDF member. He's a researcher of counterterrorism. Very, very um, clear thinking in terms of uh, his view on this conflict. It's 7 o'clock. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning.